0: Okay, welcome everyone to today's Har Lebanon O Beturah Daf Yomi Shiur. Tonight's Shiur is Daf Kuf Bet with the conclusion of Perek Hazorek and the beginning of Perek HaBoneh. We will begin, however, on Daf Kuf Aleph Amur Bet with the words Amar Shmuel. Amar Shmuel is. Um, about 10 lines from the bottom of the page. First one of the lines is Amazid. Says the Gemara, Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, V'afilu kishura hasadbal. Even if the ships are tied with string of a, the drawstring of a sweater. Guy has a sweater, has a drawstring. That's a very, very thin string. It's not what you people usually use to tie ropes.
1: Correct. Even
0: if it's, even if a person ties his boat with that, it's still considered connection and you could carry from one boat to the next. Ask the Gemara, what's the case? If this string is strong enough to hold the ships together, of course it could use. If it's not able to hold them together, Am I? So then why should it be good? Make up your mind. Why are you telling me about this this uh, drawstring to be used to tie chips? If it's big enough, it's obvious. And if it's not big enough, it's not true. Say say big, big enough, or enough or strong enough? Strong enough, I mean. Okay? Yeah. really, This really was strong enough. So what's the khidush ka'ati. The reason why Shmuel used this language to say that it was such a thin cloak is because he's refer he's coming to exclude a statement that he said earlier in a different place Shmuel had used the term that you needed an iron chain a of in a different case and therefore with other boats that were tied together and therefore if he didn't specify a thin string you might have thunk and over here, also, you need an iron chain. So, we specifically mentioned this thing so you don't get confused with the other statement that Shmuel said, which will now tell you what, what it is. Mm-hmm. If you tie the ship with something that could hold it, so, in other words, let's say you have a ship and the ship is tied to the dock. And in between the dock and the ship is a little um, a little roof, or let's say an awning. And the awning has under it a dead body. Now, we want to know, does the ship, which is not under the awning, get Tamer from the dead body? Just because the rope is under the awning. So the Gemara says, mm-hmm. the Mishnah says, if it's tied with something that could hold it, if it can't hold it, it does not bring too much. And Shmuel says, That's only because it's tied with an iron one. But if it's just a rope, which is not iron, that could hold it, it's not enough. So since Shmuel said that over there by the dead body, if he didn't comment and tell you, if he didn't comment and tell you, we'll about a whole lot Yeah. What's up? What's up, Yako? Uh, oh, he stopped the video. Okay, sorry. Okay. No problem. Right. so now. So you're saying if the rope was thin, so that's not really uh, counted as it's part for the tumah, correct? Because it's not really connected if it's if for the tumab. If there's a body there, right? It's a thin so That part was the same as Al Mishnah. That if it was too thin, it was no good. But the, over there, Shmuel had commented that it has to be iron made. So if he had neglected to make the comment over here about the drawstring, you might mm-hmm. have thought that when he said strong, it means iron, like he said over there. And right. because he made that comment, he needed to make this one. Even even with his raw string, but otherwise it was no kiddush. But there was only a to to oppose what he said over there, right? And why is that? Le'inyan <laughs> tumahu cherev cherev who who Because when it comes to tumat met, it says since it is the word Khalal cherev, the one who was a guy who was killed by the sword is used in the Torah to describe tumat met, we learned that, that there's an extra degree of Tum'ah, a viavota Tum'ah, that is acquired by metal objects. And therefore, Shmuel was saying that in order to transfer the Tum'ah to the ship from the, the docking equipment, or the rope of sort, it would have to be a metal rope, or metal chain. And mm-hmm. that's why he said over here, over there, in, it has to be metal. But regarding Shabbat, which means regarding carrying uh, from one boat to the next, as long as the rope is able to hold it, even if it's as small as a tarbal, which is a thin thing around your neck, it's enough. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Okay, that's the end of that Mishnah. We begin the first Mishnah. Says the Mishnah as follows. If a guy threw something and he remembered after the after it left his hand that it was Shabbat, okay, mm-hmm. and then kalta and then someone else caught it, or kalta or a dog caught it, or or it got burnt while it was in the air. Patur. He's patur. He doesn't bring a korban to the Beit in this case. Mm-hmm. If a guy threw something to make a wound on somebody, let's say he threw a knife of some sort to make a wound on his friend, mm-hmm. which is, of course, a surah on Shabbat to make a wound. Ben You shouldn't do it during the week either. Whether you threw it at a man or an animal, and you remember that in Shabbat before it makes the wound, patur, you're patur. Ze'ak this is the rule after all. Kol chayvei chataot, anything that's chayav ha-chatat, henu chayvi ma'ad she'yatechilatom v'sofdan are not chayav unless the beginning and the end is a shogeg. Tchilat zadon. If you start off as shogeg like in our case, and the end was on purpose, or, you start off on purpose, and the end is Shagah. Unless the beginning and the end is a Shogek. Okay, that's the Mishnah. So far, so clear? Yes. Okay. Says the Gemara, um, asked the Gemara question How could we say that in the first case, when you threw something, and you remembered after you left your hand, and someone else catches it. Your patur, hanacha chayav. The implication is, isn't it? Because it depends on how high it is. Well, someone else caught it before it landed. So the theory is that since someone else caught it, he did the akira, the hanacha. You only did the akira, but he did the hanacha, and therefore you're not chayav. But right. the Gemara is implying that if you would have thrown it and no one caught it, or no kelev caught it, then yeah. you would be chayav, because that's what the Mishnah sounds like. But we're wondering, but didn't you remember? Right? There's two parts to this case. This case sounds like, on the one hand, the person who threw the object, did it forgot in the beginning, remember it in mid in, in mid flight. Mm-hmm. Right? That alone seems like it's not enough. Because in order to be Patur, the Mishnah sounds like you need to do have that, plus the fact that a bought it, caught it, or mm-hmm. another guy caught it. Where we're asking how come you would need both things? Even if you just remembered in the middle, Haniskar, you remember it. And that should be enough to to make you patur. And as a matter of fact, I'll bring you a proof that that's enough to make you patur from the end of your very mishnah. What is the end of this very mishnah? Just said. But now, didn't we learn in our mishnah? Anyone who's chayav is not chayav unless the beginning and the end was a shogeg. So therefore, who cares if a, a, a Dog didn't catch it, you should still be patur. Amar Afghana, Sur Ghana explains, Seifa Atan leklala Umatna. The Seifa is not talking about a guy who throws a regular object like a football. The Seifa is talking about a guy who throws a clamp that has a rope attached to it since he still has the rope in his hands he could really stop it by pulling on the rope and since he could stop it by pulling on the rope that's why he's able to not get a korban chatat if you remember is in the middle but in the first case of the mishnah because Where, he could pull it back. Because he could pull it back. Right, but in the first first case of the Mishnah, we're talking about throwing a football. Right. When you throw a football, you can't get it back. No one's fast enough to catch their own football, and therefore, since you're unable to get it back, therefore, even if you remember in the beginning, you in the middle, you would still be Chayab unless a door catches it. Or didn't or didn't we learn? Didn't we learn this in another part of the, of the Gemara already somewhere about this uh, throwing the ball and being Khayab and all that stuff? A, a ball came up. I don't think we discussed yet a case where you were holding a rope. No, the rope. No, I mean the, no, that we didn't. But the, the other one with okay. the bull, and I remember. But anyway, we had a case of a ball. Yes. Okay. So that's the answer of Rav Kahana. So Rav Kahana is saying, you thought you had a contradiction? No, the Sefer is talking about a case of a ball with a rope, and the ratio was talking about a case of a ball with no rope. Okay? Right. Ask the Gemara, in the case of throwing the roped item, the reason why you're patur is because you're still holding it. When a person is still holding one end of the rope, like in the yo-yo case, where a guy's still holding one side of the yo-yo, a yo-yo is a small thing they used to have in the olden days. <laughs> okay. So uh, since the guy is still holding one end of the yo-yo, so uh, it's not really a throw. The Gemara doesn't call it a throw because she's still holding a piece of it. So the Gemara is asking on her kahana, don't tell me that the safer is talking about a case where you're holding the one end of the rope, because if you are holding one end of the rope, the reason why you patur is not because the end is not a shogeg. The reason why you patur is because you didn't really know it; you're still holding one side. It's right. a yo-yo. Mm-hmm. So the gemara says you're right. The case in the end of the Mishnah, the reason why you chayyav, even though you still have the yo-yo rule, is because the yo-yo rule doesn't exempt you if your intention to throw was to make a wound on somebody. So yes, you're patur on transferring if you're still holding the piece of the, yo- the string of the yo-yo. But if you're throwing the yo-yo at somebody's head to make a black and blue mark, the fact that you're still holding onto the string sh- does not make you patur, and we'll just explain that the reason why the safest case was talking about a, a yo-yo ish case with a clamp and a rope is because is because he was trying to make a wound in that case, and that's why it's different. You could be chayav. Right. Why I asked on that also. Hanami <laughs> tanina we already said a law about making a chabura, whether it was Adam Obama. Why would the Mishnah have to repeat the same law again? They wouldn't do that again. If the third case of the Mishnah, the last case of the Mishnah was talking about making a chabuda, we already said that in the second case. Rather, Rav says no, the case was talking about a, a guy who is carrying an object in the public. Since in the middle of carrying it, he could stop, that's why when he finishes it, it has to be completely shogeg. Understand what's going on? The third case is not talking about throwing to make a wound. It's talking about a guy carrying something. So if I pick up a credit card and I start walking, the reason why I have to be shogeg all the way through is because since I'm walking, I could stop at any time. So every step that I take, if one of them is mezid, is my action that ruins my korban. On the other hand, on the other hand, if, if I had thrown something and I would no longer have the ability to catch it, then you can be chayyav even if someone else catches it. Es the Gemara. But when you read the Mishnah, it says the word ze'aklal about throwing. It wasn't talking about walking. It was talking about throwing. Right. Rather, Rava says a new answer. Forget the previous answer. We're going to say now, Tartik Tani. Split the first couple of lines of the Mishnah like this. If you don't mind, go back and read it with me. Let's go back and read the top of the Mishnah. According to Rava, this new answer. If you throw something and you remember it, Shabbat, that's case number one. Case number two, you threw it and you didn't remember, but someone else caught it. Or you threw it and you didn't remember, and a Caleb caught it. Or right. so according to this, it's not one headline with three subcategories, it's four cases. One, throwing and remembering. Two, throwing without remembering, dog catching it. Three, throwing and remembering, you, another person catches it. Four, throwing and remembering, you get burnt. What's a fourth? Say it again. Throwing without remembering and it gets burnt. Right. In all those cases, you're a patour, but it's four cases and therefore you have no question anymore. You don't need both things. Our original question was, hey, why do I need to remember it and the dog catching it? Even one's enough. The answer is you're right. Even one's enough. Let's read it inside. El Amarava Tarti Ktani. We're saying two things. Number one, Hazonek Kad Maachal Shiatzame Ado. If you throw it and you remember after you left your hand, Inami. Another case, Loniska, You didn't remember the Kalta Acher and else caught it or Kalta or door caught or Shazar Gavurat Patur. In all these four cases, you Patur and therefore it's cool. So that is the answer of Rava. Okay, mm-hmm. Rav Ashi has his own answer. Rav Ashi Amad There's missing words in the Mishnah. This is what it should say: Hazorek Viniskad. If you threw something and you remember, after you left your hands, and then but if it would land on its own, when did we say your chayav anyway? If, you, if, it, if it landed without someone catching it, that's if you went back and forgot while it's still in the air. So the guy's got a really good arm. He throws it for 20 seconds. He remembered, he showed in the beginning, mm-hmm. he remembered in the middle, and before it landed, he forgot again. Okay? And since that's the case, he's chayab, no? that's why he's khayab That's right. why in the first case, Nacha would be Chayab. It's because you forget, remember it, you forgot again. Yeah. But had you remembered, you'd be, you'd be Chayab. Right. But if you didn't remember again, if you didn't forget again, you'd be patur. Because every khatat you're not khayab, unless the beginning and the end is a shogeg. Now we're at the two dots. We said the rule is anyone's khaiab a khatat. right, it's not going to have list, the whole thing is Shogeg. Mm-hmm. Itmar, we learned. Shtei amot b'shogeg, b'shteh amot b'shid. Let's say a guy carries two amot by accident, two amot on purpose. Or, Shteh amot b'shogeg, b'shteh amot b'shid. And then more Shogeg. So it's got, guys, Shogeg, mezid Shogeg. He did four amot Shogeg. But in the middle was two Tu'amot of Mezid. Okay, what's the law? Raba Amar Khayav Raba Amar Patur. Raba Amar Patur, Raba says Ye Patur. Why? Not only do I say it according to Rabbanan, but even according to Rabban Gamliel. I feel Rabban Gamliel. Da Amar Eni Diya When it came to writing a name, he says... There's no such thing as being, knowing half a thing, and therefore here, since you knew only two amot, which is half a shiur, it doesn't work, it shouldn't work, Rabbi Gamal should say that. (laughs) Only over there, half a shiur doesn't count, is because when you finished it, you were finishing a (laughs) b'shogei. But over here, since you're finishing Mezid he would say you're Patur because when you finish the Shi'ur you were Mezid. Wow. So when you finish the amot, you were Mezid and that's why he'll say you're okay? mm-hmm. What was he talking about? What kind of transferring? If it's growing, it's Shogeg. El ma'avir, must be talking about Okay, that's explaining Ravah. and what about I chayav. why? Even though the Rabbis say normally, in a case of writing, they'll tell you when you write, let's say, the word, the letter Shin, for the word Shem, and they say that if you aware by the Shin and not by the Mem, you are Chayav, Why do they say that? Over there, they say that because it's in your control whether you're not to write the next letter. Right? Mm -hmm. But uh, guys, could you get me a charger? Okay. Get me a charger for this commuter, please. But here, where you're not able to stop it, he would agree. What's he talking about? If it's in your hand, it's in your control. You could stop it. So Rav was talking about Zodek. Rav says, If you threw it and it landed in a dog's mouth or in a furnace, Now that seems to be against the Mishnah. Ask the Gemara, didn't we learn if another guy caught it or a dog caught it or got burnt your patur? Right. How could Rava say Chayav? He can't argue on the Mishnah. He's unlicensed to argue on the Mishnah. He's an Amora. Says the Gemara. When did we say in our Mishnah that your patur? when you didn't want it to land in the dog's mouth, or you did not want the guy to intercept the pass, or you don't want it to get burnt. ha! But here where you to If you're throwing it to the dog to play catch with, since you want it to land in the, in the mouth of the dog, or you want it to land in the fire. Fogging So if you're doing it on purpose. Then you become chayav. Why? Because since who had it mind. You want, you had in mind that that's where you want it, and it landed where you wanted it, so that place becomes like four by four. In other words, the dog's mouth, which is less than four by four, becomes four by four because that's where you get the frisbee. Okay? You broke up at the last part. You, by broke, by you it. broke up at the last part, yes, would you sir? say? I said that since you're trying to get the dog the thing in the dog's mouth, the frisbee in the dog's mouth. Right. So therefore, the fact that you your objective is the mouth of the dog makes the dog's mouth like before and you become Chayav to throwing it into a private property. Got it. We learned in the Mishnah. Yesh ochel achilachat, a guy could eat one eating, vi chayav abachatot vashamachat, vi chayav four korban khatats and one korban sham. What is that? Hatame, you're guy, shachal khelv who ate khelv. We don't know that was left over from uh, Korban on Yom Kippur. So, what, number one, he was Tameh who ate a korban. Anyone who eats chilev, the korban is notar, leftover, and it's Yom Kibur, You're not allowed to eat. Reb Meir says, <laughs> Reb Meir says, I can make you chayav a fifth one. You know why? Let's say the piece of chilev that the guy ate, he carried outside on shabbat in his mouth before he swallowed it. So you chayav for carrying. They answered him, Amrula, Hashem. That carrying on Shabbat didn't come for the same as the other ones. The other ones, all, for, all five isurim come from swallowing it. Yours comes from carrying it, and therefore we're not counting that as one of the things that you could get when you eat the khilif. okay? Mm-hmm. But the Gemara is going to analyze. V'amai, why should you be chayav? Even if you did, why should you be chayav? everyone agrees but why should you that's not the way to carry people don't carry things in their mouths since he wasn't since he was trying to carry in his mouth we say your the, your brain your intentions make your mouth a good spot like four by four to be chayav. Or makes a, a religious, a serious type of carrying to be Hayat. So too, Ha Khanami here too, the since he's intending to throw the frisbee into the mouth of the dog, Mechashtho, Masha'l Makom, that makes it a real Makom, please Hayat. Say it together with me, before you turn. Say it together with me. Oh, I'm sorry. Hadithan, Allah, <laughs> Hazareth. Hazareth. Okay, next page. Brand new Mishnah, 12th Penic. Haboneh, if you build, kama yibaneh v'yeh chayav. How much do you need to build to be chayav? Says the Gemara, kol shehu, even a very small amount. HaMesotet, a guy who chisels, how much be chayav? or you hit with a hammer, you give the final blow to something. Ma'atzad. Right? If you hit the sledgehammer, right? HaKodeach, Kol Shil If you Kodeach, which means, if you drill even a small amount, this is the rule does labor. it's gonna Even if you hit with the hammer, on the anvil to smooth it out, gold workers would always hit the hammer on the anvil to make sure that it stays smooth so it doesn't give an indentation in the next piece of gold. Rash right? Mm-hmm. If you do it during the work, because you're fixing the work when you do that. Now the Gemara asked the question, What's the point of a little building? What can you do with a drop of buildings? Why you chayav for that? And Ani will dig a little hole to store his needle in, his coins in. The people who dig ditches will make a ditch in order to hide the guy's needles in the mishkan, that they use to sew the curtains. Abayah says, Nah, you would never store needles in the ground. Kevin the Mishtake, since it gets rusty, no one stores them in the ground. Ella, rather, why would you be for a small amount of building? Ani <laughs> will build a small tripod for a stove. A similar case by the mishkan is if you if you're cooking the dye, the small yiriyat to dye a missing curtain. You make a stand for your craft. The stand is used to store on it a small pot that you would use to dye a little bit of missing dye. Rabbi Achabar Yaakov says, He says, no, they wouldn't let the people in the Mishkan make a small fire like that. And in a place like the which is a place for rich people, we don't let anyone act poor. And you're acting poor if you make a small tripod for a small thing. When you're rich, you make a big everything. You make big pots of everything. And therefore, they would not do that in the Mishkan. Rather, Ella If a guy has a hole in the wall of his house, he'll cover it with clay. If you have a keresh that has a worm in it, you'll cover it with lead. You'll cover the hole with lead and you'll close the hole. So too here, it's considered building even a small amount. Okay. Amar Shmuel. We're going to end off with Amar Shmuel like we ended yesterday with the words Amar Shmuel. All right, perfect. Okay. Perfect, very good, very nice. Thanks, Carl. I'll see you on Shabbat. All right. Uh, t- tomorrow night we're on, no? that Hashem. Is it at the same time, same time range? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to do it earlier. I was only stuck both days. at had a wedding and now it's a thing. Arayat. Sorry, right. I'll try to do it earlier. Uh, usually the standard time is eight thirty, but I had to push it off both nights. Yeah, tomorrow I have to go to the accountant. I have an eight o'clock appointment, so um, we'll see. We'll see what. Uh... Maybe you could call in on the way out. All right, perfect. Thank you. Bye. Have a good night.